Hello again, and welcome to The Business. I am Benjamin Wright, your host, your entertainer, and the only thing you're going to be listening to for the next few minutes. So I do thank you for tuning in. I apologize for the delay on the third episode, but I'm so glad that you are tuning in. Uh, Thank you to everybody who has liked my page, and let's get to it. Uh, First, I always like to start the show, for all you new listeners, with a quote. This quote is by Tim Notke. N-O-T-K-E, Noki, Notki, I don't know. Um, but I really like this one because it really, really relates to me and um, kind of just uh, how I've lived my life. And so the quote is, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Let me say that for you one more time. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And uh, what does that mean to me? Uh, well, for starters, is uh, I have always, always had a great work ethic. And that's not to brag. That's just something that I believe that you can't teach somebody. You can show somebody, but that's just something that's ingrained inside of you. And a lot of my heroes and close friends, people that I really respect, have always been hard workers. Um, that was first introduced to me uh, by my very first goalie coach, Sam Dodaro. And what he told me was... You could just work as hard as you possibly can, and the rest will come to you. You know, um, I think it's, they say, uh, Malcolm Gladwell says it's 10,000 hours before you become a master of anything. So as long as you put the time in, you'll be great. So again, hard work will beat talent when talent doesn't work hard. So some people are just naturally gifted at certain things in life, and it is nothing there's nothing more exciting to me than to outwork somebody more talented than me and to get better results because I worked for it. I earned it. It wasn't just given to me and not to bash you. People are naturally talented at things you do. I think you're great. There are things that I'm naturally talented at that I do, but I think that when you can work at something and earn it, you deserve it and you feel it and it makes it worthwhile. So that is my quote for the day on to my helpful, helpful tip helpful tip, not tit, <laughs> is uh, 10 to Zen. Uh, this one's pretty easy. It's just uh, something I kind of enjoyed. So uh, let's get to it. Number one, let go of comparing. Number two, let go of competing. Number three, let go of judgments. Number four, let go of anger. This one's big for me. It's always hard for me to let go of my anger. Let go of regrets. That one's easy for me. Anything I didn't like about myself, I I have no problem moving past it. Let go of worry. Number seven, let go of blame. Number eight, let go of guilt. Number nine, let go of fear. That one goes out to my son Chase, who isn't afraid of anything. He jumps first and asks questions later, and I love him for that. Number ten, have a proper belly laugh at least once a day, especially if it's your abil- about your inability to let go of any or all the above. It's always good to just kind of let things go sometimes. And that's probably always been my biggest hurdle is holding on to things. I love and appreciate my memory so much. I love it for the stories I tell. I love it when I'm trying to be funny and repeat jokes. I love it just because I have all these memories that are just ingrained into my brain. And sometimes that's just such a negative thing because when something bad happens, you tend to hold on to that just a little bit harder. So I say let go, 10 to Zen. All right, let's liven it up a bit. Um, Next is a fun, fun story of mine, and I like to call it the free space. Uh, This one uh, has to do with uh, 
me and my sister, Brittany. And uh, I love this story just because um, it started as a bad story and it turned into a fun story. And so that's why I really like it. Now, this story, again, is called The Free Space. To set the mood, uh, let's see. My mom is divorced with three kids. We live alone. I want to say I am probably seven years old. My sister is nine. And uh, my younger brother, Jesse, is five. And so, again, we got kindergarten, second grade, and third grade right there. So we wake up early on a Saturday morning. And uh, we would the, the goal on early Saturday morning uh, is do not wake up mom, who wakes up early every day, gets us all ready for school. Saturday is the day you sleep in. But, of course, kids, we got to watch those cartoons. So that's what happens. I walk out to the couch, and uh, I'm up first. And we have a three-seater couch where I sit down on one side and I put my blankie down. Blankie as in, yes, my blanket I used to carry around everywhere with me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was my prized possession. I think it's probably the only thing I've had since I was born. It is locked away safely somewhere now. So, lay down. I'm on the couch. Blankie's in the middle and my sister comes in and she sits down on top of Blankie. Here we go. Brittany, Brittany, you're sitting on Blankie. What? What are you talking about, Ben? Brittany, Brittany, you're sitting on my Blankie. I try pulling and try to tug it out from under her, but she won't move. I'm pulling, I'm pulling it. Look, Ben, I'm on this side of the couch. Brittany, come on, please, give me my Blankie. You're on that side of the couch. Brittany, come on, I just want my Blankie back. I try to pull and tug it. In the middle of the couch, we have something that we call the free space. Brittany, I don't care. Just give me my blanket. He can't breathe under there. You're making... He can't breathe. Of course, I'm freaking out. I'm a kid. Look, Ben, you can be in the free space, too. It's free space. It's for me or you. Anyone can be in the free space. Brittany, give me the blanket now. <gasps> I pulled it so hard. A tiny, tiny little rip. Brittany, So, of course, I start crying. I'm sobbing. I'm, 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 I'm inconsolable. So that, of course, wakes up my mother. Do, 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 do. What is going on out here? Who is yelling? Who's making noise? I'm trying to sleep. I don't know what's wrong with him, Mom. He just started coming out here crying and screaming. And I'm sitting over there. Thank you. That's it, Ben. Get to bed. Get out of here. Brittany, quit messing around. I don't know what's wrong. Sorry, Mom. So that's my fun story for the day. Um, Blakey is fine. Don't worry, everybody. But I always love that one because uh, my sister was always, she was two years older than us, but always so much more intelligent than us and always learned to um, change the situation around so that there wasn't much we could do. (laughs) And, um, you know, just uh, I loved that she capitalized on me breaking down. Um, I mean, just for the sake of the story, I mean, you got to remember... we were kids, and uh, I had recently retold that story to my sister before deciding to put it on the podcast, and she felt horrible. She says, I can't believe that I, that I did that to Blanky, and uh, I forgive you. It was, <laughs> he's okay, it's fine, he's not even real or alive, but um, I think it's just funny because uh, how kids are, and um, I think that's just another great reason to have a good memory, is to uh, remember your stories and keep them going. So, on to learn something new. As I say each of my podcasts, I encourage everybody to learn something new, something that they didn't know before. And uh, this is a fun story for me as we talk about uh, hard work and bettering ourselves and all that fun stuff. So learn something new is a story of golf balls. Now, the original golf balls 
back in the day, they were always a white round ball, but they used to be smooth and they used to not have dimples in them. And as you see now, there's the golf ball is just very particular the way it's built. Um, you know, the hollow center and the, uh, you know, these individual divots that are just perfectly aligned through the ball. And what they realized back in the day was when they had these small, smooth balls was once they started whacking the ball a couple of times, it would create a divot and create a mark real deep in the ball. And what they realized was that the more divots and holes and hits that the ball took, the farther it could go. And it started going, so they, you know, they re-engineered the ball, and then you see what it looks like today. And the ball is now just, it goes farther than it ever could before when it was smooth. And so the moral of the story is that sometimes when you're going through a hard time, and you're getting hit real hard, and you don't know why, you know, and it's because you are not going as far as you need to go. And that hard whack, that divot, that dimple, that thing that really stinks right now and that you wish would change, that is what's going to make you go farther than you've ever gone before. And that's the reason you go through those things. And, um, you know, sometimes bad things happen, and I'm not saying everybody deserves a dimple, but just know that your dimples make you unique. Your, uh, your stories, your hardships make you stronger to the different things you face today. So when you do face those tough times, it doesn't matter compared to the original hits that you took. So that's my uh, learn something new of the day. And finally, a question from a friend or family member. Um, I was uh, given some heat from my twinsie, John Schwimmer, who asked me to um, answer his question. Uh, and it would have gone better on my Halloween episode. And so for that, I'm sorry. But I promised him he would get a question on this episode question from the twinsie is what is your favorite candy and why and i'll go into more depth um now i have two spectrums you know all candy is uh usually sweet you want salty or sour there's savory and all these other flavors but for me um it's either got to be something sour and therefore i love um sour patch kids usually the extreme ones or uh you know i think that just because it's just that tartness that that sweet and tartness put together and I, I love that for only as long as I can handle it because eventually it starts to cut up your mouth. And as you know, your, your mouth starts to uh, hurt. And you can't have sours in anymore. So um, I like that one uh, most of the time. Uh, it's just something that kind of just gives me that instant like tangy. Just uh, It's a different flavor. Um, natural foods that you eat in life do not have sour usually. Uh, sometimes they do when you're eating like lemons and fruits. But I'm talking eating your meats and potatoes and your, your entrees. So when you get a candy, I like it to be something unique and different. Um, so that's why I enjoy that. My next favorite candy would have to be um, Reese's. Uh, specifically, the uh, Big Cup. Um, they have made the Reese's a king size where they now make it twice the size, but they fill it all with peanut butter. Um, I love peanut butter chocolate. Um, I love the extra peanut butter inside the chocolate. I love biting into it and just getting that extra. And of course, I got to do the king size. Um, my wife and stepson always call me on it because they find my Reese's wrappers in my car all the time. That is probably um, my biggest uh, shame eating is uh, definitely the Reese's. So there you go, Twinsy. Um, let me know your favorite candies and whys. And um, yeah, make sure that when you have a kid and they go trick-or-treating, they get lots and lots of candy so that they can get some of your favorite candies. That's all I got for today. Thank you for listening. This is the business, and I'm giving you the business. Ben Wright, have a great day, a great life, and a great tomorrow. Thank you.